This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. If you've just tuned into Radio K Pulpit, this is Alana Willyfeev and I'll be with you for the next hour with my program called Body Matters. I really hope you all had a wonderful week that has just passed. I have a very special guest in the studio today. It's Dan Luliwe from River of Life Church in Kailicha. And um, I don't know if many of you have listened to a program of mine a couple of weeks ago. It could have even been months ago. We have testified how God had healed me from inflammation. And um, I've been struggling with this inflammation for about three years. It was really bad. I was trusting God, praying and fasting and really trusting God for a miracle. And I want to say I did receive my miracle. So those of you have heard that testimony uh, a couple of months ago. So today I have got Dan in the studio and Dan is the one who God chose to do that miracle of healing through. So I'm very excited to have him here this morning. So welcome, Dan. Thank you very much for being here. Um, it's a pleasure for me to be here, and thank you for well, for inviting me. It's an awesome pleasure to have you. And, you know, we're going to talk about the topic today, Does God Still Heal? And I believe that is such a relevant topic to speak on because so many people are, I don't know, they're so, um, what's the word, discouraged. You know, mm. they think, you know, God hasn't pitched, you know, he hasn't done it. And, and yeah. does he still do it? Is it just in the Bible, you know? So the topic today is, does God still heal us today? So before we get onto that topic, um, Dan, tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry, please. Well, thank you very much, Elena, once again. Um, like uh, she has already mentioned, my name is Dan. My surname is Nyuliwe. Um, coming from Kailicha. Um, originally, I'm from northwest, uh, uh, northwestern region. Mm-hmm. That's in Mafikeng, Mabatu, those who know that area there. I grew up there. And, um, and then in um, 1994, I went to Durban to do my studies there. I was, I'm an electrician. And um, I've been in Durban for about nine years. And then I moved f- uh, from Durban. I came to Cape Town. I think it was, if I remember well, it was 2003, December. I moved over to Cape Town. So I've been here for about maybe, I think it's 19 years now in sure, Cape Town. that's a long time. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah, that's about me. I've got uh, three kids. And um, um, I... Um, then we, me and my wife, we have been worshiping in the church called Church on Main in in Weinberg, and mm-hmm. in twenty in in two thousand and nine, God um, told us that we must mm-hmm. move uh, sure. move over. <laughs> so we we planted out of Church on Main, and then now we've got uh, we are leading a church in Kailicha called River of Life, and that's where we are at the moment. Oh, that is so awesome. And um, it's actually Pastor Dan. I should have actually said Pastor Dan. But anyway, <laughs> he is a pastor at the church. And I believe him and his wife is doing a great, great job there. Um, another question I'd like to ask you, um, Pastor Dan, 
What was your testimony? Have you got a testimony? You said you've got a testimony you'd like to share with us how you got saved. Yes. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I grew up in, in, in Northwest, in Mabatu. So I grew up uh, going to church right mm. from, from scratch. When I was born, my parents were the churchgoers, and uh, I grew up like that. And uh, um but I didn't know anything about Christ being saved. That thing was not mm. preached in our church, in our traditional church. Uh, I'm from Methodist, um, so I've never heard them preaching about salvation and stuff like that. So, um, But I was so involved in church. I was so much into everything that people are doing in church, but yet I didn't know Christ as my sure. Lord and Savior. And mm. there's a stage where I actually... As you grow up, you go through the the, the 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 things that they are doing in church, and I was confirmed, and I was chosen to be one of the te- uh, the preachers in the church. Wow. I started I started preaching, but I was still going to hell because I didn't know Christ. <laughs> sure. So I moved over to Durban, and then yeah. when I went to Durban, that's when I first heard people saying you need to be born again, irrespective whether you go into church or you don't go to church. And then mm. I started listening closely to these people, and then I got born again. That was in uh, 19, 1994. I got saved, yes. and in 1996, I was baptized in the power of the Holy Spirit sure. and started speaking in tongues. It shocked me, but yeah, God has mm. been so great, and then I've been growing up in the Lord, and I'm still growing up, and I love Jesus so much. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> sure, no, that is an awesome testimony. It's so amazing when I think back how many people go to church, Mm. And, you know, it all comes down to just having a relationship with Jesus Christ exactly, and being born again to, to actually make that, um, that verbal, you know, acceptance, accepting Jesus in your life and being baptized. Because baptism, I know it's something that people are very, you know, two minds, whether it's a baby baptism or, but yes. I know we follow Jesus, Jesus' example. And I know there's power in baptism and baptism exactly. in the Holy Spirit. Yes. And once you've got the Holy Spirit, there's no turning back. Yeah, things exactly. are <laughs> Things are amazing. Thank you so much for that um, powerful testimony. We're going to have a short break and then we'll be back afterwards. Hi, this is Alana Wellyfee. If you've just tuned into Radio K Pulpit, I have got Dan Newleewe with me and he's a pastor at River of Life in Kailicha and he's here. We're going to be chatting about does God still yield today? So my first question to you, Dan, is does God God cause us to get sick? Because I know that many people need to get clarity on that. Certainly not. God do not, you know, God is a loving God, so he cannot make you sick. God wants you whole. He wants you healthy. You know, when you read in 1 John chapter 3, verse, um, um, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, let me just, before I go there, let's go quickly to John, uh, Job, the book of Job, chapter 2, verse, verse 7. Uh, the Bible says after Job actually left the presence of God, he, he went, let me just read that scripture actually, let me just quote it. In Job chapter, the book of Job, chapter 2, verse 7, it says, So when Satan fought from uh, the presence of the Lord, and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. So um, he afflicted Job with sore, sore 
So God does not uh, bring uh, sicknesses. He doesn't cause people to to be sick. He 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 is the one who's bringing health. The Bible says by his stripes we are healed. So Amen. he actually is the one who is causing life into us. The Bible says, Jesus says, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Mm-hmm. So when we look at Jesus, Jesus says, when you look at me, you are seeing the Father. So Jesus represented the Father completely. So he basically is the one um, uh, who causes life to happen in our lives. So God does not cause any people to be sick, but he is the one who is bringing life into people's lives. Thank you. You know, when um, I also listened to a uh, a, a sermon, and I think that was um, Bill Johnson, mm. and Jill, Bill Johnson also said, we mustn't get confused. The devil is bad. God is good. Yes. You know, so God only brings good. He wants healing. He wants life. He wants us to, to be restored because that's why he died on the cross for us. Exactly. And um, so we mustn't ever think, because I know a lot of people might say, you know, you know, um, Jesus calls me to get sick so that I can repent of my sins or mm. Jesus calls me to um, you know have a sore foot because he wants to save my soul or you know so there's a lot of misconception I think on this um, whole topic but I think that what we need to realize is what Jesus did on the cross like you said by his stripes we are healed Mm. he came for healing and um, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun because maybe you've also got that somewhere in your, your preparation. <laughs> but when Jesus was healing everybody, he also said to them, he never asked them um, anything. He said, I'm willing to heal. Yes, you know, definitely. He's willing to he heal them. Yeah. And he never asked them, what sin did you do? What didn't you do? He was willing yes. to forgive them of their sins yes. and to heal them. He never turned anybody away yes but actually the bible says in the book of acts chapter 10 uh, verse 38 it says for god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy spirit who went about doing good healing all who were oppressed of the devil so it is the devil who oppresses people and in first john chapter 3 verse 8 the one i wanted to read earlier on the bible says jesus came to destroy all the works of the evil one who what what are the the, the works of the evil one is to is to oppress people with sicknesses with disease with pain with all these things so that jesus came to defeat the devil on those things and when he was on the cross when he said it is finished he he completed he has done that which god sent him to do to destroy the works of the evil one and one of his works the devil's works is to make people sick to yes. give them diseases and sicknesses and chronic diseases and i think i've jumped the gun a bit because my next question to you is is god's is it god's will to heal us so <laughs> now we just jumped over but um yeah is it god's will it yes is. it is definitely it is god's will to heal us let me just you know in the book of matthew chapter 8 um there was this guy this man who was actually uh, very sick let me just read that scripture i'll read from verse 1 to verse 3 quickly matthew chapter 8 it says uh, when he was um when he was come down from the mountain, great multitude followed him. This is Jesus coming down from the, mount, the mountain. And then verse 2 says, And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can 
make me clean. Verse 3, And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. So Jesus Amen. is willing. He is definitely willing. You know, in uh, that John verse 2, the Bible says um, he wishes above all things that you may prosper and be in health. It is God's wish, it is God's will for us to be in good health. So when you are in pain, it is not God's wish for you to be in pain. But God did everything for you and me to be healthy. But it, but the thing is, God cannot force us to do it. It's like taking a horse into the sea, into the water, but you cannot force the horse to, to drink. Mm -hmm. uh, for an example, Jesus died for the whole world. The Bible says mm -hmm. he died for the whole world so that all can be saved. But not mm -hmm. everybody is saved because why? People need to willingly receive that which Jesus has done for them. Yes. Even when it comes to salvation, when it comes to healing, God has healed us through the, 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 the stripes that Jesus Jesus received on his back on, on, on the pole before he went to the cross. He received stripes on our on his back so that you and me cannot receive those stripes, uh, those sicknesses and diseases. One of those stripes is for your healing out there. It is for you, for, for your Amen. healing. And if you can claim that, it will be yours. Amen. And just coming back to what you were saying now, when I was sick, and I just want to give a little bit of my testimony before we move on to the next question. You know, I was really, it was three years that I was really trusting God for for a miracle. And, um, you know, I didn't know what was going on. Um, I had inflammation on my right side of my, my chest area. <laughs> and um, it was really there. And, you know, all the thoughts that goes through one's mind, you know, you get anxious, you get fearful, mm. you know, you don't know what's going on. You, you don't want to go to the doctor. You don't want to hear any bad reports. So I know and I understand sometimes we go through all of that. And as I was sharing earlier on with Dan, um, you know, when I got to the point where I actually ended up going to where, where Dan, Pastor Dan was, was um, ministering, the healing ministry, you know, I, the Lord said to me, he said to me, your healing will be activated by your choice to believe that I can do it. Amen. And you know, there's a scripture in Matthew, and I don't have it offhand, where it says, whatever you ask me for and you believe, I will do it for you. And like you said, you know, we've also got a part to play mm. in our healing, you know, because God wants to give it to us. He's already done it on the cross. But for yes. us, the, the, the currency is our faith. Yes, exactly. And our currency to... For our healing is to believe. And when you are, you know, at one point, I know sometimes it's so difficult to believe. But I remember saying to the Lord, I want to be fully persuaded of his promises mm, for my mm. life. Because sometimes it's difficult to believe. Sometimes our faith is not there. But but you can ask God. God says we can ask him for that extra measure of faith. Exactly. Because it's by his faith. So I'm just filling in where, where Pastor Dan says, you know, the healing is already done. You know, he did it on the cross for us. Yes. But we need to believe and trust him for exactly. that healing. Exactly. And you know what? Just to mention one more thing, yes, quick, quickly. Of course. Um, in the book of James, chapter five, the Bible uh, it says, "Let me just read the scriptures. Listen to what I'm trying to 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 confirm that God." really wants you to be healed. It says in, in, in James chapter 5, verse 14, is any sick among you? 
let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15, and the prayer of faith shall shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he had committed any sin, they shall be forgiven him. So basically in verse 14, in the beginning, it says, is any sick among you? So God uh, expect each and every one of us in his household to be whole, to be yes. healed, to be completely delivered. And uh, out there, really, Alana, out there in the yes. in many churches, people are sick even in the church. And uh, the Bible says, according to Mark chapter sixteen, Jesus says, "Go, heal the sick." But even in the in the household of God, there are people yes. who are sick. And Jesus didn't only die for 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 the, those in the in the in the in the church, but even for the whole world. And his his healing is for the whole world. But we need to start in the household of God and get everybody in the household of God healed completely, so that they can go out there and testify and 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 bring healing even to the world. Yes, now that is so awesome, and that's so true. So I don't know. I'm, I know we're talking all over as the Spirit leads, but uh, so healing is relevant for today. It is definitely relevant for today. Um, yes, healing is definitely relevant for the. You know, uh, in the book of Matthew, chapter twenty-eight, the the, the Great Commission, Jesus says, in when starting from verse sixteen, yes. he says, "Go to the whole world, uh, make disciples of all nations," and then he says, "Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the, and the Holy Spirit." and teach them to obey all that I've commanded you. So he Amen. says, must teach them to obey all that I have commanded you. And that one of the things that he has commanded us, when we read from the book of Mark chapter 16, and then in that in that chapter there, let me just go and read it quickly. Mark chapter 16, I'm going to read from verse, 5, uh, verse 15 there. It reads thus, um, Mark chapter 15, I'll start from verse 15. 16 from verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be be damned. Verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Mm -hmm. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. It says Amen. they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So one of the commandments that Jesus gave us is to go lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall definitely recover. It is the it is what God has said, and God Amen. never lies. That Jesus never lies. So if we are going, and we as a church will stand up and go do this thing, God is sure to fulfill His, yes. his, his, his commandment. And I think that it's just our duty to be obedient to God to do it. And God is the healer. Exactly. Yeah, it's not us. We're not yes. the healer. We, we are just the hands and the eyes and the feet of Jesus Christ. And he does when we stretch, when we show up, God shows up and he does Amen. what he's supposed to be doing. Thank you. And that I think goes on to the next question. Do you need to have the gift of healing to be healed? Or to minister to others, to be healed yourself and to minister to others. Yes, you know, you know, when you read from First Corinthians chapter twelve, uh, you know, the gifts of the Spirit. Those mm. gifts, we, we we bless the Lord for that, and uh, um, we need those kind of people. For 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 for, for an example, if. 
I can't do anything for myself or I'm in a coma or I can't even do, I, I don't even have strength to pray for myself. Mm. We need those gifts to actually help us. Those people, are, they are there to help us to, to activate that which mm. God has given you. But you don't definitely need uh, the, the gift of healing to minister healing and to be healed as well. Why? Sure. All that you need to do is to have faith in Jesus. Amen. If you've got faith in what God said in his word, if you, you know, the, the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge, for lack mm -hmm. of understanding. And not because knowledge is not there. It's there, but we have rejected knowledge. That's the reason why we're perishing. So um, uh, the, the verse that I've just read, it says the believers. It doesn't say the special people with special uh, uh, anointing or gifting, yeah. but it says the believers will go out there and they lay hands on the sick. And the sick, and it does not say pastors. It says believers. Amen. And you know, you know, in, in, uh, in, uh, in in the book of um, Timothy, uh, chapter four, the Bible the, the Bible says uh, Jesus gave us uh, fivefold ministry. Those mm -hmm. apostles, pastors, teachers, uh, evangelists, those guys. They, they have been given to train the, the, the church, the believers, so yeah. that the believers will go out there yes. to minister. But most of the time, we depend on those people instead of learning what the Bible says. And then we yeah. as believers go out there and do the work of the minister. The, the, the scripture that we have just read in the book of Mark chapter 16, the Bible says it is the believers. The only qualification that brings about healing in your life is to believe Amen. in the Lord Jesus Christ. That brings healing into your life. And you'll be able to minister healing to others as well if you believe that God is able to use you. Why? Because in the book of John chapter 14, verse 12, Jesus says, um, those, if you believe the same works that I do, you will do even greater works Amen. than those that I've done, you will do. So yes, you know, in 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 Psalm chapter 107 verse 20 the Bible says he sent his word and healed them and okay. delivered them from their destruction so it is the word of God that heals but like you mentioned earlier on we need faith to appropriate what God has already done by grace God has healed all of us but we need for us to receive that healing we need faith on your side to actually uh, make healing happen within your body Amen. And I also think sometimes, you know, we think, you know, how can God use us? Mm. You know, like you said, in Ephesians, it says that the pastors and all the, the ministers, um, the, the evangelists and all of yes. that is there to equip the saints for ministry. Exactly. To equip the rest of us so that we can go and do the same thing. But sometimes we want to go to the pastor. We want to go and, you know, we want to run to other people. And it's so true because sometimes we we need to believe that God can do it through us too. That we are actually, someone mentioned the other day, that all the gifts of the Spirit is available for each one of us as a believer Amen. to flow in that. If we are, um, you know, trusting God for that to manifest within us and through us. Amen. But let's take a short break and we'll come back after this. Hi, this is Alana Willifee with my program called Body Matters. And I have Dan in I have to try and always pronounce that properly in the studio with me and we're talking about healing and is healing relevant today so we've touched on quite a few things does God want to to yield you of course God wants to yield you that is his heart to yield and you know that we need to walk in faith also that that is part of our healing journey with the Lord but the question that I want to ask you Dan is how how, how do we receive our healing 
You know, um, thank you very much, Alana, again for for that question. Be- before I answer your question, you know, let me just read one scripture in the book of Luke, chapter eighteen. I'm going to read verse eight. There, there is, a, there is, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a story where Jesus is telling, um, he's discussing to his disciples, but. I'm just going to read only one verse and then I'm going to answer your question. Luke chapter 18 and then verse 8 says here, I tell you, this is Jesus speaking. He says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the son of man cometh, when Jesus come, shall he find faith on the earth? So Jesus is asking, he says, when he comes and then when Jesus comes in your life, shall he, will he find faith in your life? Because God, um, like I said earlier on, God has already done his part. He has healed us. It's up to us to receive that which God has already done for us. Now, the question says, um, how do you receive healing? That's what I want to touch, touch on right now. You know, in the... In in the book of Romans, chapter three, verse twenty-seven, the Bible says, um, uh, the, "the Bible speaks about uh, um, faith, and it speaks actually about that." The let me just go and read it quickly, firstly, uh, so that I don't mess it up. It's in Romans chapter three, verse twenty-seven. Uh, just give me a sec. <laughs> now, we are spirit-led here this morning. Pastor Dan is searching up the scriptures as it's coming to mind. <laughs> so it's, it's in Romans chapter 3, verse 27. It says, where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Mm. So you know that uh, there are principles in life. You know, there is a law of faith and there is a law of works. So uh, even when it comes to healing, there are laws that one needs to follow in for you to be able to receive your healing. Like I said earlier on, you need faith in your life. But you see, in First John chapter 5, uh, the, uh, the Bible says, uh, we have confidence in God if, if, if you know that what you are asking God about of, uh, if you know that God hears you, you are confident. And uh, you, if, you've got, if you know that he hears you, you know that your answer, you will receive your answer back because when God hears you, he is ready to answer you, to give you the, the, the result. So I'm going to read a story here from the book of Mark chapter 5. That's where I'm going to... Um, draw some of the, 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 the principles or the laws of faith that governs faith and that, that tells us how, that shows us how do we expect healing, how do we receive our healing. It's in Mark chapter 5. I'm going to read quickly. Um, is uh, I think the majority of us might know the story. It's about uh, the, the woman with the issue of blood. I, I, I'll, I'll love to read that story and then I'll point out some four stuff that will help us to receive our healing. Number one, uh, Mark chapter 5 from verse 24. And Jesus went with him and uh, much people followed him and thronged him. Verse 25. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse when she she had heard of Jesus came in the press behind and touched his garment 
For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Verse 29. And straight away, straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the, the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Verse 44. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Daughter, thy faith made thee whole. That's what Jesus Amen. said. Amen. So um, there are four principles that I like to pick up from here as to how do you receive your Because if you can uh, see from the story here, there were many people pressing to Jesus. These people, they were not just pressing because for nothing. They were pressing because they wanted something out of Jesus because okay. they, they, they had an experience of what Jesus can do. And uh, now the, the woman... With the issue of blood, the Bible says, number one, it says uh, in verse 27 there, it says when she had heard of Jesus, that's the principle number one, you need to hear. In, in their case, they needed to hear about Jesus. You know, the Bible says in, in, in the book of Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you don't hear the word of God, you're not going to able to 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 create faith within you because Amen. faith comes by hearing. And the Bible, the, the scripture that I've read earlier on in the book of Luke 18, verse 8, it says, will Jesus find faith when he comes? Will he find faith? All that Jesus wants to see is faith in you, that you believe in him, that he can do it. Now, the number one, the faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. So it is important to hear the word of God. It is important for you as an individual to speak the word back to yourself as you read the word speak it back to yourself Amen. as well so that your ears can hear it and that the more you hear the word is the more faith grows within you and when the faith grows healing is sure to come so uh, uh point my point number one is that it is important that uh, we actually it is important that we we hear the word of god uh in you know, when you read, many times we have had, for example, let's say somebody is suffering from whatever kind of disease or issue. He had the, the he had the doctor says this is in, incurable, or he had the way. Even you know, our body speaks to us as well. Your body can tell you, doctor, I'm I'm aching. My body is aching. I'm I'm in pain. I'm in in, in struggle. But it is important, having had all these other things, it is important for you to hear what the word of God says about the issue that you are struggling, what you are going through here. So um, the more we hear what God says, is the more faith develops. Now, principle number one is to hear. It is important to hear God's word because that's what God's word brings life um, in, into our lives. And then point number two there, uh, it says, when we read like, verse, verse 28, it says, for she, shall, um, for she said, if I may touch but 
his clothes, I shall be whole. Point number two, she has said. Number one, you need to hear. Number two, speak out what you you want. She said, uh, verse 28, for she said, if I may touch but his cloth, I shall be whole. It, it doesn't say I might be whole. He, he, she's, she started speaking positive. She started to speak what she wanted to see in herself before Amen. she was healed. So it is important that you hear the word of God. And when faith starts growing within you, speak that that we want to find out. Speak you know, in faith, yeah. Exactly. You know, the Bible says, uh, in, when you read in the book of Mark chapter 11, God, Jesus is telling them to, to speak to the mountain, to speak, to tell the mountain what to do now sometimes we speak what we are hearing what we are feeling in our body instead of speaking what we are believing Amen. and god wants us to speak that which we want to see in our life but most of the time we speak that which we are seeing not that which we want mm. to see and we keep receiving that which we see when when like for an example if you've got a headache oh i've got a headache i've got a headache but the bible wants you to say by his stripes i'm healed what because the the word of god says yes. he sent his weight and healed you so he, the bible wants you to say by his stripes i'm healed even though i'm feeling what i'm feeling in my body yes. but by the stripes of jesus i am healed and the more you speak it and uh, is the more the more you you hear it and you speak it that just develops life within you because yes. the word of god is life he sent yes. his, his word is life you know in the book of proverbs chapter 4 verse 22 22 the bible says my son uh, uh, take note of my my weight don't let it pass from your your ears and stuff like that and says let me just read it quickly actually i think it will I think it 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 will um let me just read the scripture Proverbs chapter 4 and then in verse 20 it says my son attend to my words incline thy ear unto my sayings let them not depart from thine eyes keep them in the midst of thine heart for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh God's Amen. word is life unto those that find them who are those who find them number one who hear and who speak it out the, 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 the word of life the word of God becomes life unto those and health to all their flesh Amen. it becomes health to all their flesh I just want to add quickly there's a scripture that pops up in my mind. I'm so mm -hmm. excited by hearing your word because it says man shall not live by bread alone but every word of God. So for physical healing you need physical health bread but you exactly. also need the word of God and without the word of God you cannot receive healing. You, you, yeah. you cannot receive healing definitely. Amen. You know um, you know, in, in Genesis chapter 1 the Bible says, you read verse uh, verse 1 in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, verse 2. I mean, verse 3 says, God said, and verse 4 says, and God saw. You go to verse 9, the Bible says, God said, and God saw. God said, and God saw. If you keep reading all those scriptures, God said, let there be light, and there was, and God saw there was light. Yes. God said, let there be whatever, and it, it was so. Yeah. God saw it. So the moment you keep speaking, the word you will see before you see you need to speak it Amen. when God created the world there was nothing it was chaos but he spoke things into being and they became so you hear the word you speak the word out and it becomes into your own yes. body you speak that that you wanted to, to become because our words carry creative power. We're created in God's image. So whatever we speak, we're actually prophesying exactly. over our own life and our own circumstances. Exactly. You know, in the book of Philemon, in the New Testament, the book of Philemon, the Bible says there, Paul says to Philemon, 
Let me just read that, that verse. Verse 6 there. It's only one chapter. Philemon verse 6. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual mm-hmm. by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So Paul is saying here, Philemon, he says the, the communication of thy faith may become effectual, may start to work. How? Uh, by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ. You know, since you've got Christ in your life, when, you know, when Christ came in, he brought every stuff, everything with him, all his stuff with him. He brought healing, he brought life, he brought prosperity, he brought everything with him. So when you, within you, there is Christ and in Christ, there is life, there is joy, there is peace, there is everything, there is health. So when you acknowledge that which is in you, the Bible says your faith starts to work. So, um, faith is that which brings that which is spiritual into the physical. Yes. And it's so true because what you're actually saying is you need to line up your words with your faith, with what you're believing, even though you don't feel it in your body. Exactly. You just need to keep on speaking it out. The Bible says speak those things into existence as if they exist, even if you don't feel it. Yes. Just to line it up. Yes. And then in... Too many. Okay, and then um, you know, in 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 going back back there to the book of Mark chapter where we were in Mark chapter five. I'm just gonna mention one one more thing there. Um, the story of the woman with the issue of blood, verse twenty seven. There it says, when she had heard of Jesus, um, came in in the press behind and touched his garment. Now, point number three. Point number one, you hear the word. Point number two, you speak the word. Point number three, um, you act upon your faith. He, she came around and she she did something with yes. what she has been hearing, what she has been speaking. She went out away. You know, the woman, she she was not allowed to, to come into the crowd, but she pressed her way through. Amen. She did something and she touched the hem of the garment. And because of that, you know, when she touched the hem of the garment, Jesus stopped. When Jesus stopped, the blood flowing stopped in that woman. Sure. So we need to do something. So Action. that means faith without works is dead. Eh? So we you need to do something. Exactly. We awesome. need to, to do something. In James chapter 2, verse, uh, verse 26 and, and verse 17, it says, faith without works is dead. Amen. So it is important to act out that which you feel. Like for example, let me... You know, at at one stage I had a, this terrible headache, and uh, you know, um, I've been, I've been without going. I've never took took a pill. Never went to the doctor for the last nine years. Sure. Uh, because God, I've been standing on the word of God, and at one stage I had this terrible headache, and this stomach ache, and then you know. Because I wanted to act, let me tell you about the headache stuff. It was so sore. And I, I, I said, I, I spoke to the headache. And then, no, 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 it was still there. I spoke to my head. Yeah, you are healed, remember. And it was still there. And then what I did, I just hit myself on the head. I said, yeah, you are, you are healed in the name of Jesus. And I, as soon as I hit myself and I had that even worse pain and then immediately it stopped. Sure. You know, at one stage I had this stomach ache, and then and then I was it was I was running the uh, tummy running running tummy, yeah. and I I kept going to the bathroom, kept going to the bathroom, and I was tired now, and I, I said, you know, listen here, you stomach, if you don't stop, I'm gonna go for fasting. Sure. <laughs> it was in the afternoon. It was after three days, and I've been suffering. I've been sure. praying, and then and then I said, if you don't stop, I'm going to I'm going to 
I'm going to fasting fast, yeah. and I'm going to fast for three days consecutively with a non- non-stop. And as soon as I said that, after about a few minutes, I've said that I've never, I, then I stopped from then, I never went to the bathroom sure. and the stomach ache was gone. The stomach pain was finished. Sure. Sometimes you need to act and stand on, on what you believe that is a, that which is right. Mm. Yes. And uh, the, 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 the last point, again, going there, um, point number one, what, what is important is that you, you speak, mm. you hear the word. Number two, you speak the word. Number three, you act upon the word. word. And number four, you need to be, um, it, it, the Bible says he pr- she pressed behind, verse, verse 27 there. And she, um, it says, came in the press behind. What? She was so desperate. Mm. Desperation. You need to be determined. She was determined irrespective of, mm. you know, that uh, uh, woman with the issue of blood during that time, she was not allowed to mix. She, when, when the crowd was coming and she was coming on at the uh, opposite direction, she had to shout, unclean, unclean, so that they will open a way for her. Wow. It was so terrible because she, she was, she was, uh, she, 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 could be, she could be, yes. It's, it's like, a, yes, it was it's like an outcast, yes. But in this case, because she was so desperate for healing, mm. she didn't care what who says yes. what, who will do what. That she 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 was persistent on what she wanted. Sure. So it is important that we be persistent. You know, I'm I'm, I'm remembering of uh, remember the four guys with the the the, the, the man who was uh, who was uh, uh, crippled and she he was lying on the on the bed mm. and these four these friends in in Mark chapter two the Bible says they came to Jesus with him on the bed and. Uh, but now it was crowded. They couldn't get through. Mm. And then these guys, they were so determined that we're not going back with this sick guy. And then they had to climb on top of the roof and open the roof on top. They yeah. break open the roof and let the man down in where Jesus was standing through the roof. That's how determined they were. Sure. And when, when they did that, when Jesus, the Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, he says, son, your sins are forgiven. Sure. Amen. So desperation, it's very important that we be disparate with what we want and we know that if we are if we do that definitely god will be able to you will definitely get your healing do you know what that is so awesome it's so nice to to hear those four points because they make so much sense you know sometimes we forget we trust god for something then we we say oh i'm so sick you know i can't even get out of bed you know we we don't line up our words our actions Mm. with that and we and that last um um point that you mentioned was also reminds me of that woman who went to the judge and she was nagging him and eventually yes, said yes. you know I'm going to give you what you want and Jesus says if if he was a bad judge gave her what she wanted how much more will the father in heaven not give you exactly. but at that point we're going to end with this question because I feel we just we want to pray for people mm. um, just maybe just one or two people um, uh, over uh, um, over the radio. So mm. if you are ill and you trust in God for something, we're going to trust God for a word of knowledge now for any one of you, and then we're going to end off with the program. So Dan, if, any, if God lays anything in your heart for any listener out there now, um, for anything, let's just let's just pray for them. Thank you very much, Alena. Um, you know, um, 
Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord God, for, for this time. Thank you, Father, that you have sent your word and you have healed each and every one of us. And right now, I pray for that particular individual who is suffering and who gave up hope because of the pain that is, is, is troubling her, is eating her or eating him up. And right now, I speak live over that body right now. In the name of Jesus, from the top of the head to the bottom of the feet, I release the same power that raised Christ from the dead. And you pain, you sickness, disease, I command you to live in the name of Jesus. And I don't mean maybe you get out of that person. In the name of Jesus, every chronic disease right now, I speak completely healing over you right now. Healing over that body and I cast you out. I command you to live. You've got no right. This is the temple of the living God. And right now we stand on the word. Jesus said it is finished. He did it. He finished he, he took all sicknesses and pain and disease over himself and we don't have to carry it anymore. And right now we stand on that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I just feel for to pray for someone who's just been extremely tired in their body. You don't know what's going on. You have been tired for a very long time and you worried, you're not sure if it's something else that's wrong with you, but I want to pray that God will send his word right now and yield you and deliver you from destruction, that he will come and renew your strength of that of an eagle's, and that whatever is wrong, Father, thank you, Jesus, that she is completely healed. In the name of Jesus, tiredness, you will leave that body. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen, amen. And that... that, that that individual who's got the leg which is crippled, I strengthen it right now. I speak live over that, that leg in Jesus' name. And there's somebody who's got an ear problem. I release the same power that raised Christ from the dead over that ear right now. In Jesus' name, be healed. Ear be completely healed. Open up in Jesus' name. Thank Amen. you, Lord God. Amen. Anyone else? Last person? Feel anything in your spirit for anyone? You know, I'm, I'm like, there's somebody who's got that backache, like uh, right at the bottom there. Um, uh, you backache, I command you to leave that individual right now. You've got no right to be there. That is not your home. You get out right now in Jesus' name. I speak live over you right now in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. By the stripes of Jesus Christ, be healed, be delivered in the name of Jesus. And all that we want, that God wants you to do, is to believe. Amen. To believe that you are healed. Amen. Uh, in Jesus' name. So we, unfortunately, at the end of the program, it's gone so uh, gone by so quickly. <laughs> I think Pastor Dan has got so much more that he wanted to say, but unfortunately, the time has been so limited. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for for this word of encouragement. Um, you know, as the Bible said, without God is impossible. Yes. To, uh, yes. Without without faith, it's impossible to, to please God. God yes. You know. Mm. So remember, it's by faith. It's by believing is choosing to believe mm. speaking out 
what you hear God say, acting out on what God yes. says without, no matter what pain you're still feeling, that pain will go in the name of Jesus. And just keep on praying. Amen. Keep on praying. Keep on standing in faith. Mm. Um, if anyone over the program now, while we were broadcasting, has been yielded, and or you want to get in touch with Pastor Dan, who maybe you would you would want him to come and minister at your church or at a women's group or wherever you feel, Pastor Dan, can you give them your email address and cell number, please? Yes, thank you very much. I'd love to do that. Yes, um, the, if you you want me to come and pray for you, even at home, I don't mind. Um, I'm doing what God wants me to do. Um, it's uh, my my email is dan at openserve.co.za. That's a small letter D, uh, A N and N again, capital letter N, at openserve.co.za. And my cell phone number is 065-860-2693. I'll repeat, 065-860-2693. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Please, we'd love to hear from you um, if you've been healed, if you've been touched, if you want to know more about healing Please, please contact Pastor Dan. He's willing, he's able, he wants to to hear from you and wants to help you if you need help. But um, unfortunately, as I said, this is the end of the program. The time has gone by so quickly. Um, I'm looking forward to um, chatting again to you guys next week. From me, Alana Ulifu, have a beautiful and blessed week. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit. 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.